0: to plastered negotiations where none of the debates are legally binding i am your host interim host uh kind of a handsome backup quarterback that you know from new england you might you might want to uh, compare jimmy,
1: to the jimmy
0: garoppolo of, of uh plastered negotiations absolutely i am the sex appeal of the show uh yes i am caleb mcchesney on plash negotiations, we usually cover sports and some other news bits while consuming adult beverages. Except for me, because I'm not 21. We got another four months, Alonzo. I'm excited for that uh, that care package.
1: I I I got you, bro. I got you.
0: I got um, you. The topics don't really get harder to debate and discuss, but the panel's ability to speak English does. And uh, according to Ryan, our newcomer here earlier, he's he's already halfway halfway gone. But. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have some hey, fun. Um, England. Uh, yeah. This week we have panelists. Uh, you know, you know him. You love him. He's the boomer of the show. Alonzo Maestas. I got it hey. right this time. Pat me on the back. And newcomer, uh, the Canadian behemoth, the legend himself, Ryan Moore, making his Clash of Negotiations debut. Hey. and i have had this i have had this idea reserved in my head for such a long time and now just to see it finally come into fruition i wish stokes was here to see it but i'm glad that alonzo is here because uh, you know outside of stokes alonzo is my number two favorite person on this show and it's not not even close alonzo is see. alonzo and stokes are like big brothers um honestly you might be old enough to be my dad but regardless yeah, I, I, think, I, I think i am old enough to be your dad bro but and we were supposed to have Travis Hooth of the uh, the Minnesota Vikings-ish. But he had to stick around while he had to watch like high school high schoolers get knocked around inside of US Bank Stadium. So Travis, we are we are thinking about you and uh yeah. With that being said, let's kick it off with our uh opening statements. Uh, Alonzo, I know you have something prepared.
1: Bro. I always got shit prepared, man.
0: That's what I love so, about you.
1: All right, so here, here's a couple things. I got two, so I already have my my punishment ready to go because I'm going to go over the two minutes. It is what it is. You
0: know, you know, you know me, Stokesy knows I'm a softie with that, but
1: yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I'm ready in case you tell me go ahead and take your shot. I will. All I right? don't
0: even have the timer up. <laughs>
1: uh, I I don't have the timer up, so fuck that. If we don't, if we if no one says anything, that I'm not going to take a drink. I fucking hate gin, but either way. Earlier this week, I think it was Stokesy who shared a uh, YouTube video of David fucking Pumpkins. David Pumpkins from SNL. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, the worst character in SNL history. This just, you know, and, and, and keep in mind, this includes anyone that Pete Davidson has played. Okay, so David Pumpkins sucks ass. So I want to say, Tom Hanks, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Why would Tom you yeah you plays David Pumpkins? Why would you stoop so low to play him? Are you that hard up for I mean, really? Yeah, hard for cash. I mean, it wasn't enough that you were stranded in the fucking island with the volleyball. Wilson, Wilson. No, you know, it wasn't enough that you were forced fucking gum. Oh, you know, mama did i like a box of chocolate, you know. You, you know, Jesus Christ. All right, and while I'm at it, Tom Hanks, not not a big fan of your shit. All right, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, you know they were they were they're all right but that's about it i mean you might be the nicest guy in the world all right but i don't watch movies because people are nice oh that guy's a friendly guy fuck it i love watching christian bale movies and he's a he's a dick he's a dick all right i don't christian watch
0: Bale's
1: the, a dick. christian bale is just an asshole he's an asshole what do you mean batman that, but, that, that yeah so I, I tell you i like watching his movies you know it's, but he's a dick
0: do you like right? American
1: Psycho? Yeah, oh dude, He's fucking amazing on that shit, right? Right. Oh my god. Uh, uh, probably his best his best ever. So. Really? Yes. Oh dude, American Psycho, he was fucking dude, like, name a better movie. Well, The Machinist, he was amazing on The Machinist. Um he lost so much weight for that. He was probably weighing 130
2: for that.
0: Hey Ryan, one. what's your favorite Christian Bale
1: movie?
2: <sighs> <laughs> I would probably have to say oh my god i'm such a freaking casual for this one
0: the fucking dark knight man it's a good yeah
1: yeah good 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 flicks right
0: all right Um, i didn't mean to steal your thunder
1: no no you're (laughs) fine you're fine bro you know what i'm saying is you know tom hanks may be the nicest guy in the world but i don't give a fuck how nice you are if your movies don't entertain me i watch movies to be fucking entertained so i'm not sure i remember the last time that i was entertained by you in a movie. All right, maybe Forrest Gump, um, Paulo Thirteen, you know, and you know I may be in the minority here, and and actually I am the minority here. I'm the only Hispanic here, so I am the minority here. Hey, Ryan's right? Canadian. Um, uh, well,
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll
1: we'll count that too, Ryan. We'll we'll give you that. Um, but you know, I'm not not really impressed, man. I mean, David fucking Pumpkins. I mean, I would say you know you're better than that, but honestly, I really don't know that you are. I, I I don't know that you are, you know. Now, here's the challenge. You don't you don't like what I'm saying? Come fight me, fucker. Understand, you're gonna get your ass kicked. You have one week <laughs> to respond. Okay. If we don't hear from you, you take the L. And my record goes like to 36 and 0 against celebrities who have not responded to our fights. So, you know, between you and Jeremy, between, <laughs> between Phelps and I, we we've won over a hundred fights by forfeit. All right. So all right, so that's that's one thing. Second thing today, I got my flu shot today, all right? So Oof. I had a flu shot earlier, and then I drank afterwards. Put one and one together. You you kind of know how I'm feeling right about now. Got a flu shot today on a fucking Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as folks, he would say, you know, it, it's my favorite day of the week, Friday. So on the way home, as luck would have it, I got stuck behind a car that did not move on a green light for 4 seconds. Was it a
0: Subaru? No, actually asking.
1: it was not a Subaru. <laughs> it was some like little Chevy Spark or something. You know, maybe I was about, I was about to
0: say you shouldn't yeah, I hope it's not a Honda because uh you know, we have some connections with Honda in uh, Ryan's <laughs> dad. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no.
1: It was like a Chevy Spark. So let's say maybe it couldn't move. I mean, those things that you know, when they when they put the pedal to the metal I, I wonder you know, they, you know, they they barely they barely <laughs> budge, so either way, and it was it was four seconds. How do I know this? I fucking counted four seconds in my head. My wife's sitting next to me, and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm counting. Thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four, and then it starts moving. And I looked over and I said, one more second, and I was about to honk the horn. And she goes, I know. And you don't give, like, the friendly beep, beep. Come on, guys. Is it no, fuck no. It's like, get the fuck out of the way, you know? It's Friday. Have a sense of urgency. Go the fuck home. So here was my Friday. My wife and I, we went to to drop off the kids at school, okay? Took our baby for her, her, her yearly checkup. Had breakfast at Village Inn, went and deposited some cash at the bank, went to Walmart to get some toiletries and an early Christmas gift for one of my family members. Went back to pick up the kids in school. They only go half day on Friday. Uh, they, we, and then we then we went to get our flu shots. So keep in mind, it's 12:30, 12:40. We've already done a full day because most people they don't do shit in, in eight, 12 hours. We've already done a full day in four and a half hours. Went and got lunch for the kids and then got stuck behind the for four seconds. I literally count to four in my head. And then they finally realize, oh, look, it's green. I think that means I need to go. You you think green means go. You don't need to think about this. Green, go. That's so what it, what the is. gist I'm
0: getting out of this is that is southwest traffic is very different than northeast traffic.
1: Because northeast we're,
0: traffic, everybody wants to be an a hole, but I guess south southwest traffic, everybody's just like slow it's just like yeah. Oh, yes.
1: you know, it's oh my god, the pay- meanwhile, so if you
0: like, it. if you drive into Boston, you have a death wish. Oh
1: no, you know I probably would fit in there. People would be like, oh, this fucker knows how to drive. This guy <laughs> knows how to drive. You know, he 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 moves. You know, versus here, it's like. If because I moved, they're like, "Oh, he's aggressive." What do you mean I'm aggressive? It was a green light. I no, blame. no,
0: going a going a hundred on the back roads is pretty standard over here in New England. <laughs> oh, dude,
1: I would fucking love it, man. I mean, I want a little Kia Soul. I would, I would pick that thing up to one twenty on the backroads, bro. I, I, that's what it is. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, yeah. You know, so either way, this lady, go fucking home wherever the fuck you're going. It's Friday. I want to go home. I want to relax. I don't want to think of stupid drivers. And just when I thought I was going to get through a Friday, my favorite day of the week, without dealing with a stupid driver, nope, there you are. There you are. You made me realize I set my expectations too high. Thank you, dumbass driver. Thank you. My Friday was great, except for your stupid fucking ass. Thank you so fucking much. And that's my rant.
0: To the Chevy Spark owner. What color was it? uh silver the silver chevy spark you are a dick
2: yeah yeah fuck you go fuck yourself chevy driver
0: that's right so true and you know it's you know it's serious when a canadian gets hyped up like that hey hey, hey, hey. canadians have some good road rage man i won't lie to you (laughs) get out of the way buddy (laughs) i'm not your buddy guy get the fuck out of my way buddy but speaking of horrible Canadian accents, we have to introduce, again, the newcomer on the show. Uh, it's his turn for the opening statement. Um, I've been informed that he was really un- unprepared for to make one, but I will let him freestyle it and, you know, deke around and do all of his Canadian hockey things because that's what they do. They love to improvise and they love maple syrup. So without further ado, Ryan, you have two minutes-ish.
1: Go. They love, oh, maple, yes. they love maple uh, maple syrup and the Vancouver Grizzlies. Oh, too soon, too soon. Twenty years later, The Vancouver <laughs> Grizzlies.
2: <laughs> you know, I've seen. Uh, I remember there's a kid I went to high school with that would always wear like a Vancouver Grizzlies jersey. I'm like, why the fuck are you wearing that? Like, I get designs nice, but like, you know, there there wasn't anybody you know you you would know like a you know popular day trend play for the vancouver Fox no 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 uh-uh,
1: uh-uh uh-uh damon stoudemire baby played play, play was for like
2: Damon was But he wasn't wearing a damon stoudemire jersey it was like some like it was some fucking player i forgot about like that shit and i know a lot i know decent amount of basketball but like come on man but um
0: <laughs> how much basketball could you know you're a celtics fan
1: no <laughs> oh. well he knows email Udoka is no longer with them
0: <laughs> if only this was a basketball show. Um but Ryan. Hey, you won't be, talking, go, you don't go be ahead. that
2: shit when Kevin Durant's a Celtic. So You've been <laughs> saying
0: that since I was like 10. <laughs> hey,
2: fuck it, man. The dream's a dream. I'll keep on dying. It's like Odell Beckham joining up with Tom Brady. I'll keep I'll keep on dying on that hill until it happens. It might happen when they're washed, but it'll fucking happen, I'll tell you that. Okay. So um Anyway, I I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Ryan. I'm a big, I guess, I'm a big sports fan overall, but I think my specialty is more football and I guess sports like hockey because I'm a dumb Canadian, as Caleb would say. Um, No, I have a Canadian flag. I support you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Your favorite favorite actor is like Ryan Reynolds, your favorite musician is Chad Kroger. So, you know, Drake. So,
0: Chad Kroger.
2: You know, I've I'm I've been friends with Caleb for a long time. I it, it, seriously, it's been like eight years I've known this dude, man. Like we were both young ass kids, man. I was 14. twelve years old on
0: Instagram, just yeah. talking nonsense. Four,
2: Fourteen and twelve, knowing each other, man. That's sh- like now I'm twenty one, going on twenty two in like a month. He's twenty, going on twenty one in a couple months or whatever. Man, shit, the time flies. I can old, literally,
1: man. I could literally be both your, both both of yours dads. So I, yeah, I um, know. Do you want to
2: adopt us? This shit's fucked up. But, Do you want
1: to adopt
0: us, Alonzo? What's that? Do you want to adopt? Us?
1: I I would be more than happy to adopt you. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: We're gonna be eating good in the maestas household. That's right. That's right. You you will eat good in my neighborhood, baby. That's right.
2: Uh, You know, I could probably, I'll give you a competition. I could probably, you know, we could have a little eating competition and drinking competition. You and I would be like, you know, it'd be like Stone Cold versus The Rock. Uh, I'm toast. You know,
0: that type of stuff. I wouldn't last that long. (laughs) But, Ryan, thank you for your introduction. I look forward to poking and prodding you throughout the rest of the show and just being a dick like that you am. Um, (laughs) As for me, I owe a punishment. Um, Alonzo, I'm going to assume that you did yours already. No, I'll do it with you. You didn't do your
1: punishment for losing the picks the other week? Oh, I did that. I I thought you meant today.
0: No, you don't owe a punishment. I mean, if you want to take it with me because I lost picks and I missed out. I mean, if you want to be a a good friend. I'll take it with you. Um, So I lost week six. Stokes just owned all of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my punishment is to chug cucumber Gatorade, and Ryan is just gonna stay here and commentate as we do it, <laughs> and then <we> can get <laughs> on into our first get on to our first segment. So I'm so Alonzo, jealous of to your you punishment. for being. I fucking love cucumber Gatorade. Here we go. Oh, just wait, Stokes is gonna have this had me doing like Jepsen's Malore when I'm 21. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Not bad.
2: oh man, Alonzo, man, your face! ah! Oh my god, man,
1: Jesus Christ, a fucking hater!
2: Oh, oh god! I
0: I can't, I can't wait till Ryan's regular and we can punish him, (laughs) (laughs) dude. What the fuck?
1: I should I should have chose yeah. something that I like and pretended. <laughs> a lot,
2: a lot of people look like he was eating like horse shit on a plate, bro. His face, he went like, ugh, ugh. Then...
1: <laughs> No, I've never tasted horse shit, but I imagine it tastes like gin.
2: Hey, uh, man, I like gin. I won't lie to you. Like mm-hmm. on my sniff dogs she had a little gin and juice. You and know? with that,
0: and with that, we will move into our our first topic. Um. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, the trade deadline has come and gone. Uh, we're halfway through the NFL season now. Uh, some teams look great. Some teams look really bad. Uh, but we are officially past the halfway point. So, congratulations, guys. We made it. Um, there yeah. are some there are some awards to give out here on plaster negotiations. Uh, in this segment, we'll give out our midseason MVP. Which will belong to obviously the best player in the league, uh, the midseason bust, and as well as the biggest winners and losers of the trade deadline. Uh, Travis isn't here, who I had lined up to start, so I guess I'll jump to you, Ryan. Um, who is your uh, midseason MVP bust, and who do you think are the biggest winners and losers of the trade deadline?
2: My midseason MVP is a guy I hate to give credit to. It's not because I hate this guy personally but I hate the team he plays for. It's Josh Allen. I fucking despise the Buffalo Bills with all my heart. But Did this dude, Josh, Josh Allen, man, fucking stalled. I can't believe it. I, I didn't like this guy as a draft prospect. I thought he was gonna be like, a, like a Kyle Bowler type. Holy shit, was I wrong? That was a fucking beast. He's a beast. He's like Cam Newton on Royds.
0: Cam Newton was like, like, the actual ability to throw a ball.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking beast, man. And, you know, him and like Stephon Diggs, you know, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, you know, Sean McDermott, the Buffalo defense, all of them are cooking up some fucking fire. That Buffalo team, and that shit, that team is special and it kills me. It kills me inside. I hate the fucking Bills. But man, Josh Allen, as long as he continues on his pace, I know in the second half of that Packers game, he looked like shit. <laughs> he kind of yeah, they like kind of gave up. If you know, if he continues on like his you know twenty twenty to like twenty twenty one, you know twenty twenty two Josh Allen pace, not twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen Josh Allen pace, he will win the MVP. And it's a well deserved MVP, as much as it kills me to say, fuck. Fuck Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) I miss when these guys were the punching bags, man. Now they're good (laughs) and they're fan base. You know, I gotta give credit a little credit to Bills Mafia. There's some crazy motherfuckers out there. You know, they're out there jumping through tables and shit when their team's going like seven and nine with Tyrod Taylor. Now all of a sudden they fucking get a good TT, good team, and they're (laughs) they're still doing that shit and they're acting like They've won Super Bowls, man. Calm down. You're still playing 0-4. Like, you know. But shit, man. This is their best chance in a long time. Since the 90s. Since I wasn't even alive. I'm 21 going on 22. I ain't seen them win, like, do anything in the playoffs. So shit. It's their best chance. Better not squander at Buffalo. And that's uh, that's what Everyone that's what up with my MVP.
0: I guess I should oh, you, do, How about do you want me to move on to the and shit now? Actually, um, I, I like this rotation that we can do. We can we can do a rotation, so I can jump to mid midseason MVP. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll if jump have in. One picked. Yeah, no,
1: I've got, got, one, got one ready to go. So I've got I've got two people and I did narrow it down to one, but um I'm looking at Josh Allen the same and uh believe it or not, Jalen hurts. There's something to be said about someone who's just He's turned his game around, and, and I, I mean, if you, if you know me, you know I'm not a fan of the Crimson Tide. I'm not a fan of the Crimson Tide. I'm an Auburn fan, um, so you can't like Crimson Tide. But I've loved Jalen Hurts since he was freaking Alabama, and I think he got a raw deal with, uh, you know, getting pulled for, for Tua um, and then never getting his job back. Goes to Oklahoma, kind of revives it, but the, the knock on him was the same knock on Josh Allen. It was very athletic not consistent. He wasn't consistent. You know, he, his, 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 uh, his accuracy wasn't there. Well, he's worked on it and he's not great still, you know, he's not great, but they're winning. And that, that says a lot, you know, um, same being, same said for Josh Allen. I think Allen to me gets the nod because even though the Eagles haven't lost and the Bills have lost one game, I, I I'm not quite convinced yet. Remember, we're talking midseason or midseason picks, right? So I'm not quite convinced yet that Hurts can keep this up through a full season. Okay, while we've seen Allen do it now for I think the last two seasons, you know he he he's an MVP caliber player. Um, so I, I go with uh, Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts, a, a close second. Um, uh, in, uh, again, you know if we come back to this at the end of the season. And and we talk about it again, you know, before the votes have come out or whatever, that may that may reverse. Just because, I mean, again, my my whole thing with Hertz is that I don't know that he can keep it up through a full season. That's the, that's the only thing. Um, and whereas we've seen Allen play well through full seasons for the past couple of years, and I think I think it's I think it's him this year. So at, at this point, I think it's it's Josh Allen.
0: I, I, I do. I do agree with the uh, the Josh Allen discourse, but unlike Ryan, I did not leave my AFC East team. I still hate the Bills. I will never give them credit for absolutely anything ever until they win a Super Bowl. So my pick is Jalen Hurts for every, for every reason that Alonzo said uh, and I'm trying to play into like this realisticness. I think that the NFL is really going to appreciate like, oh my God, this guy came out of nowhere. Yeah. I think the voters are really going to love this story if he can keep it up. But there is something to be said that he's played, like, nobody this year. Like, this isn't as fraudulent as, like, the 10-0 and 0 Steelers of, like, 2020, where they were just beaten on crap-bag teams. Um, but the Eagles haven't really beat anybody really good. Like, the Cowboys are probably the closest thing, and I'm pretty sure that Dak was still hurt.
1: He was still hurt, and Dallas' defense couldn't have played worse if they tried that day.
0: Yeah, so, like – I think Alonzo, you're, you're kind of in lockstep with me. They didn't, they didn't play anybody that was really like, Oh my God, this is was a, this was a impressive win for them, but they are seven and 0. You have to give credit to credit's due. Jalen Hurts is playing amazing. And that division is really tough this year. Uh, I think they're eight. zero Now um, the giants are six and two. The Cowboys are Giants. six and two. And then the commanders are four and four as they look to sell, um, But I think the NFL is really going to appreciate, like, this underdog story coming up and um, this guys coming out of nowhere. They might look for something different. And then, uh, oh, let's just give it to Pat Mahomes or let's just give it to Josh Allen. Although Josh Allen hasn't gotten it yet. Um, I think that there will be a case to be made, but I think it will likely be between those three. Um, And with Mahomes taking the kind of back step that he has since losing Tyree Kill, it's not a huge back step, but it certainly is a noticeable one that leaves him in third in this race. Um, I think I'll give it to Jalen Hurts just for the, the shock value of it. But, yeah. yeah to,
1: to, to piggyback off something you said, you know, you mentioned they haven't really played anyone of, like, real value. I, th- that's not his fault. He, no, he, absolutely you know, not. He just, he just plays who's on the schedule, you know. So it, the, the flip side of that could be, he could have showed up and you know you know dropped a shit on a field one day and then they they'd have lost. He just keeps playing, and keeps winning. Yeah, that's all you can do in 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 any sport. You know. You go, oh, we well, haven't played anybody. Well,
0: they played, I I didn't mean that in the people. sense of like taking. I didn't mean that as like discrediting his. his no, own.
1: no, I no, I get it. No, I I, I, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm I'm explaining for the audience. You know that he 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 doesn't make his schedule. So he whoever you
0: put in front of him, he's beat them. So, yeah, I'm just like cast I'm just like casting this like shadow of doubt that like oh maybe this is unsustainable. Maybe once he bumps into like a Minnesota or you know a really like tough defense. I can't name any off the top of my head. Um certainly not Tampa, right, Ryan? Huh. Nah. Well, I don't know if Tom Brady's winning a shootout with Jalen Hurts. And that that's not a sentence I thought I would say last year. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. well we'll get to them i'll rip into them properly when we get to them later
0: but yeah but yeah i think Hertz is probably my number one and Allen's my number two but you could you, you could convince me either way and you guys have done a pretty good job of that um i guess we'll mirror with my bust uh this one's obvious russell wilson he, this man is the alex moran player of the century i think we've we've established that um he forces his way out of seattle and he goes and gets the bag with Denver. And Se- and uh, Denver overpays the hell out of Seattle just to get this guy. And he sucks. Russell Wilson is washed. He's, he's so, like, what's the word? He's so timid to run. And, like, that's one of his biggest strengths, being able to scramble and get out. He's so afraid to do that. His deep ball isn't accurate anymore. And you'd think that, like, the deep ball would be, like, you know, excelling. At Mile High Stadium, it's not. This Broncos offense is just putrid. And I don't know um, if it's just Russell Wilson or if Nathaniel Hackett just can't like have it in the NFL. Um, um but yeah, no, Russell Wilson is the is the big and obvious NFL bust for me. Uh I don't think that there's a player, that there's a single player in the NFL that's more disappointing than him. And uh, Alonzo, we'll kick it back to you, uh, man in the middle. Uh, who is your, uh, your NFL bust?
1: So I, I've got a three-way tie, but again, I, I broke the tie. But the three-way tie for me right now is Russ, uh, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. Um,
0: you know, <laughs> oh, Ryan, Bright his Because he's like, you said Tom Brady?
1: <laughs> dude, dude, I, I love Tom Brady. I, I am so sad watching him this year. It just it's it's hurt. I, seriously. I, I mean, I've got the Brady Bucks jersey. I've got the Brady uh, Tampa jersey. Uh, I've I mean, I've got I've got Brady stuff. I'm I'm a huge Brady fan, and I am just really. I I hope I hope he turns around in the second half of the season. All right, um, and, and you know, and Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I mean, I know he has no one to throw to, but breaking the tie, I'm with you, Caleb. It's Russ. It's Russ. He's younger than Brady and Rogers. He should not be regressing this bad. He should not be regressing this bad. And it's um, not even
0: like, oh, my God, he's in a new environment. It's, oh, my God, he sucks. Yes. It's <laughs> it's sad to watch. There have been you know, no flashes of, like, explosiveness on this Denver offense. You, we, this was a team last year where we thought was just a quarterback away. You know, it,
1: it, what's funny – um, And y'all can laugh if you want. I saw more flashes last year with Drew fucking Locke with with that Denver offense than I'm seeing at all with Russell Wilson this year. I I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They're just
0: so boring.
1: They're bad and they're boring. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll get into a little bit more when we talk about the trade deadline winners and losers, but Yeah. There, it's Russ. It's Russ. Um, you know, I said it was a three way tie, it's Russ by a lot, and then the other two guys were just kind of disappointing this year. Like, what the fuck's going on with you guys?
0: Um, but it's just so it's, I can see like Ryan's eyebrows perk up. Who is doing worse this year in your mind, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Like, who is the more disappointing one? Me or Ryan? You.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, look um, at Ryan, right? he's
0: like easy. <laughs>
1: Tom Brady. Uh he he's now granted he's dealt with injuries as well. And then Mike Evans getting suspended for the game for that one game and Godwin being, you know, in and out of the lineup with Julio Jones, not the regular Julio Jones that he is. Um, but Aaron Rodgers has nobody. So uh, you know, at least Tom Brady. Is Brady, has
0: Brady the GM worse than LeBron in the GM? He's recruiting like really bad players. No. Bill Beasley retires after a After game? No,
1: no. Uh, uh, Le- LeBron the GM is uh, he he
0: recruits Julio Jones, who simply just can't play anymore. Yeah, and then Russell does. Gage, who at best is a four on like every team, but the Patriots because all they have is fours. Yeah, well, that's that's all they have right now. But you now. say you say Tom Brady is more disappointing than Aaron. I I, I am more disappointed in him than than Aaron Rodgers. Um, but is is it? Is the answer different if I frame the question as who is playing worse? Because maybe you have higher expectations for You know what? No, no Brady, the, answer, the answer is different. Rogers I, think, is playing worse.
1: I think Aaron Rodgers is playing worse. I, I am more disappointed in the outcomes of the Bucks games. But, I, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is playing worse. Um, he looks out of sorts. Brady, you know, for if you've watched Bucks games – he's not looking out of sorts they're out of sync there you know there's 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 rogers just doesn't look alive out there right now maybe he's smoking too much of that shit that he smokes (laughs) drinking whatever you know what i mean smoking peyote i don't know what the fuck he's doing these days Uh, i uh,
2: whatever the fuck it's called whatever
1: you know so i mean you know he's He's taking, you know, I don't know, diuretics that get him high. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's doing. The whole damn. But he's he he is playing worse than Tom Brady. Uh, so yes, that you phrase it that way, Aaron Rodgers is playing worse than Tom Brady. Who am I more disappointed with, Tom Brady, because I think their results should
0: be better. You expected California. more of him. Yeah. 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 And I think that's fair for everybody. I think we all expected the Bucks just to be like throttling this division and not be in third place. I mean a second. They're fucking behind the Falcons. Jesus. Who would have thought Marcus Mariota would be turning that team around? But Ryan, let's go to you. Who's ah, your boss?
2: So my midseason season boss, man. I have a few in mind. i choose somebody other than Russ in.
0: for our sakes. <laughs>
2: Russell Wilson's the obvious one. I mean, shit, dude, like, you're getting paid, what? You got, like, a $250 million extension that adds on to, like, so, like, the Broncos have for, like, seven years. I mean, good God. Like, man, (laughs) that's bad. I know Walmart's (laughs) giving out those checks. Walmart's got money. But, man, that's bad. And, you know, Russell like, like you guys said, it's not even like, you know, okay, well, they're out of sync or whatever. It's not like a Tampa Bay bad. It's a, dude, you are a lemon. Yeah. You, can't even... you know what's crazy is in London, I will say, in London, Russell Wilson had one throw that went like I don't know, 60 yards air- air-wise. That shit was still inaccurate.
0: I heard he had you know, a Mr. deep ball.
2: Unlimited, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch the game
0: because I was at work. But I heard that Russell Wilson had a deep ball that just like went to nobody. On the right side,
2: yeah. He was throwing some beauty. He was putting some air on those balls, and nobody was fucking there. You know, it's like Mister Unlimited is now Mister Limited. (laughs) You know, dude. You know, it's spicy. You're fucking you and your stupid little subway commercials, man. You fucking stink.
0: And his high knees on the and his high knees on the airplane, dude. Yeah.
2: Oh, you're acting like a jackass on a flight to London, bro. No wonder why your teams hate you. You, you got men from Seattle saying like, oh, yeah, you know, we we never fucked with Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson was never authentic and you never like, you know, he always try to be like the superstar persona and shit like that. Like, dude, you're some cornball, man. Grow up.
0: You're Future's babysitter is starting to up. get really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. bro, come on, man. But if you had to pick somebody not Russell Wilson, just to be authentic, unlike um, Russell Wilson,
2: I got a different answer for you guys. The Rams as a
0: team. The Rams as a team are is are the best. That's that's a that's a solid pick, man. That's you know,
2: you're really, and you know you could also maybe say the Bengals too a little bit, like them too. But I say the Rams because they're the Super Bowl champs. They're coming off you know, obviously the opposite title, you know, the big celebration. Matt Stafford's all smokestick. Matt Stafford back watches back.
0: a photographer break her neck as he falls off yeah. the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: but you look at this Rams team, right? You hear the reports. Well, Sean McVay, Aaron Donald, you know, these guys were like going to potentially retire. And it's like, man, and you look at this current roster right now, Les need went fuck them picks all the way to having a shit O-line. You know, a shit a shit supporting cast for his quarterback, Matt Stafford, who it's basically Cooper Cup versus the world. And now, as I say that, watch like Allen Robinson or Ben Skoronek or whatever the fuck his name is, put up like, you know, a hundred plus yards in the box because, yeah,
0: you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the defense, the defense has been solid. They've been good. But, like, the team as a whole has been underwhelming. And you just gave Stafford that mega money extension too. Like we we talk about the Russell Wilson extension is bad, and I think it's terrible. I just said it, but you know that Matt Stafford extension stinks. This is a guy that came into uh, you know training camp, and he had an injury that could only be describe, described described as something like a pitcher would have in the MLB.
0: Yes, elbow tendicitis or whatever it is, right? But what? what's up? Elbow tendicitis. Is that Yeah, right? is that what it is? yeah.
2: yeah. like t- like. You know, like Tommy John type shit.
0: That's what like, I was is
2: thinking. Is going to be Tommy John?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I was thinking that. I was like, shit,
0: dude. He's and fucked. this dude's
2: 34, mind you. Like, I think he's 34. He's born in like 1988 or whatever.
0: He's at the end of his yeah. career, obviously.
2: Yeah, he's got some hard miles, too. He got hurt a lot in Detroit. Which
0: his, I his wish Ram? we had Tristan on because Tristan would be like <laughs> going insane about how badly they abused Matthew Stafford.
2: <laughs> it's not even. You know, Matt Stafford should thank his fucking lucky stars that Cooper Cup get got open on that last drive. Yep. Cooper Cup just did Cooper Cup shit. Because, my God, that guy, man, he's been this year, he's been ugly. Even in the Super Bowl, he wasn't all that amazing. The Rams' defense clutched up, you know, beating up in the shitty Bengals' line because, like, you know, gonna make joe burrow want to andrew luck his career in five years
0: you know (laughs) like my god man i think the case for the rams being the bus is a lot stronger than the bengals because i feel like the bengals are just kind of like rest of the mean like they kind of they kind of like just you know jumped out of their expectations last year like oh my god like we weren't supposed to be here we were picking like top 10 last year yeah. And they hit. They I got Jamar the Chase. Bengals, they got, like, the run. next Brady Moss, and now Moss is hurt. And Joe yeah. Burrow isn't Brady yet. He might be. No. We'll see. But no. he's not Brady. He's not Brady yet. So, no, I, I, I feel like the Bengals have just kind of fallen back to, uh, well, we're the Bengals. We're going to, you
1: know. Yeah, we'll be. be we'll be. Not really. We'll be 500 but. or so,
0: and, and yeah. Yeah. I, I when see. Jamar Chase is there, it's a totally different team.
2: Yeah. Dude, Jamar but. Chase, man, that's a special talent. Like that's he—he's a—he's seriously—he's one of the, like he's a generational talent. When he's on the field. That—that that, that I, 20... I don't like use that word. But man, he's special.
0: Those that those twenty 2020, twenty 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 one draft classes for wide receivers are just unbelievable. It's it's insane, man. It's unbelievable. Even twenty
2: nineteen. I mean, twenty nineteen had like AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, DK, DK Metcalf, Nikhil and Harry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the Patriots and the Ravens took the two worst of them all. Actually, but no you know a what? A the lot. best wide receiver, India,
0: Isabella, the best wide receiver of that draft it. class wasn't even drafted. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, Jacoby <laughs> Myers. Like, that just a stud. He he's such a dual threat with his arm and his and his catches. Like I'm just saying, like he's a different beast. He, he might be a better
2: quarterback than Mac Jones right now, but that's a different subject.
0: today. <laughs> Oh, get me started with my McCorkle propaganda, Ryan. Hey, hey, hey! You think me with Jimmy is bad? Just wait. But, buddy, buddy, buddy.
2: Wait till Bailey Zappy finally takes the starting job, and then we're gonna be blasting Stacy's mom all night long, baby. Let's go. But, yeah. uh,
0: Bailey Zappy. Thank God, Stacey's Jeremy's not here. What's um,
2: going on.
0: I'm sure Stokes will add that too. So <laughs> yeah, Um. All right. Alonzo, let's start with you. With your trade deadline biggest winners and losers. So the big, biggest
1: winners and the biggest losers are part of the same trade. <laughs> the Dolphins, the Dolphins uh freaking fleeced the Broncos and I don't care what they gave up for Bradley Chubb. They 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 fleeced the Broncos. It was a first round pick, I think. Yeah, but the Dolphins' first-round pick is going to be in the 20s, so That's the Broncos true. the Broncos are not getting a a like a, a you know a top 10, top 15 player it, it with that first-round pick. Um, so and, and then and then the Dolphins turn around and right away extend Bradley Chubb uh, five five more years, hundred and ten million bucks. Boom. So I'm starting to wonder what the fuck the Broncos are doing. They get bought out by you know, the Walmart air and all these people with all this money and they don't want to pay people like, wow. Aside of Russell Wilson, except except Russ. So, (laughs) um, so, you know, so the, uh, to me, the Broncos have given up, they've traded their best defensive player, Bradley Chubb. And then, you know, George Patton comes out and says, Oh no, no, you know, no, we're not giving up on the season. Sure. You are. Come on, man. I mean, you know, and this is after trading for and then signing Russell Wilson to a long-term, big-ass contract. So
0: and he most certainly won't see finish.
1: No, he won't. He won't. Um, I was talking to one of my buddies, and I said, here's, here's how you're going to know if it's, if it's Russ or if it's something else. Okay, You fire Nathaniel Hackett. I don't care if you do it now or after the season. You can his ass. You turn around and you call Sean Payton and say, hey, Sean, yeah, here's a blank check. Come coach us
0: well here's yeah. the thing you gotta trade for him from uh, new orleans
1: they'll they'll give up whatever the fuck they need to to get sean payton all right and if russ can't succeed with sean payton remember sean payton uh, you know made freaking Taysom hill look like a, a serviceable quarterback
0: here and there he made they- drew Brees uh somehow in the top 10 nfl quarterback discussion
1: yeah, after after that horrendous arm injury, shoulder injury with the Chargers, right? He gets him, makes him a tremendous quarterback. Um, made Jameis Winston look decent behind Drew Brees. Made freaking Teddy Bridgewater. What were they, 8-0 no, that one? 5-0. and 5-0 Five Five with
0: Teddy Bridgewater, when, when, yeah.
1: When Brees was injured. So if Russ can't succeed under Sean Payton, then clearly the problem's with Russ. And the Broncos going to have to deal with the fact that they overpaid for a system quarterback and the funny thing is the Seahawks are playing decently well, you know, relatively speaking with Geno Smith. You know, he's yeah, winning their division. He's actually outplaying Russ Wilson this year, you know. So my question is, what did Pete Carroll know and when did he know it? Um <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean seriously, you know, so the Broncos and Russ need, need to figure this out and fast. I think I mean because you've you've put so much money into Russ yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, uh, what was it, Two, 245 with 165 guaranteed? So you can't cut them because you still got to pay him 165. Right. So I think you can, the fucking coach, and you say, you're playing under Sean Payton, you know, sink or swim at this point. And if you swim, you just ruined your own fucking legacy.
0: So and the Broncos continue to dig this hole and hope that something comes out of it.
1: I mean, what what choice do they have? I mean, they, they can't get anything. Who's going to trade for Russell Wilson?
0: And they can't just suck because they gave all this asset away for Russell Wilson.
1: Right. So, I mean, you, you, they just, they have to make this work. Um, They are right now the losers of the trade deadline. Getting rid of Bradley Chubb. They pretty much signal to the world. We're giving up for the season. Um, If I'm Nathaniel Hackett, I'm already, you know, polishing up my, my resume, my LinkedIn profile. Calling Sean McBay
0: for another favor. <laughs> yeah,
1: for another favor. I probably put that little banner on LinkedIn. Open, open to work. Um, you know, uh, you know, and and there's a little thing on there that says you know positions you're open for. You know, just start listing things on there. Um, I would probably update my my LinkedIn. You know, that you put in, you know your your uh, employers, and yep. you know to and, uh, from and, and to. I'd probably put, you know, from March of 2022 through January of 2023. I, I I would already put the end date. You know, that's what I'm saying. I would already <laughs> put the end date. You know, the, the the day after the season's over. So to January of 2023. Oh, what well, it's not January 2023. Yeah, I, I know, but I'm I'm gonna get fired. Uh, so he, he needs to start getting ready for that. So the biggest winners, the Dolphins, biggest losers, the Broncos, and the Broncos, biggest losers, just generally speaking on the fucking season right now. And it's so. crazy.
0: They're not even the worst team in that division by standings. It's the Raiders. But I know, I, but, but the Broncos are the most disappointing team in that division. And I think the Raiders uh, are actually not as bad as their record is. I think they've had a yep. lot of really tough breaks. Yep. But yep. my biggest winner, I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not really a big running back guy. I think that you could plug – I think if you take, like, Ramondre Stevenson off the Patriots, the Patriots are still 4-4. Four four. Like, I, I don't value that position really all that much. Um, but I I can acknowledge when something's a little different, and the Niners didn't give up a whole lot to get possibly the best running back in the game when healthy in Christian McCaffrey. Kind of a do-it-all threat, a nice check-down option for Jimmy Garoppolo. And, obviously, he can throw, too. Uh, <laughs> um have better in too? I think the Niners can are like finally ready to like if, the, if if Jimmy G doesn't get it doesn't get it with this team. I find it hard to imagine that he that the Niners are ever going to get it with him. Um, Dude, imagine
1: imagine if it was McCaffrey on a halfback pass throwing the ball to Emmanuel Sanders a couple of years ago <laughs> They they probably complete that pass and, and beat. The Honestly, Chiefs.
2: yeah. Hey, don't don't worry, Caleb. Tom Tom's coming home. He'll show the 49ers how to win a fucking Super Bowl. Daddy's home, baby. He'll show Garoppolo what's up.
0: Yeah, is gonna be back here in New England when we trade Mac Jones to Tampa. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy your seven and nine season, or seven and season. But no, I think I think this Niners team is as ready to go as they've ever been. This team is better than 2019. And if Jimmy can't get it done here, oh, well, they're going to get a new quarterback next year. Jimmy's going to be gone. I think he takes a lot of this stuff personally. He's not going to be willing to sign up as a backup for, for uh, Trey Lance. And I'm not really that convinced that Trey Lance is going to get done either. I think he kind of blows. But we, we saw him for like a game and a half this year. So I can't really judge him too harshly, even though I hated him coming out of college. Um but no, I think the Niners are the big winner. They didn't have, they didn't give up too much for like probably one of the most lethal weapons in the NFL right now, and they are going to give Seattle a run for their money as the CD, as as the season kind of tightens up. I think, um, I think the uh, the Rams are just about out of it, and I think the Cardinals are held back by their coach. Um, the biggest loser, the Lions. I'll give it to the Lions. They gave up TJ Hawkins in one of their most probably their sec, second or third like top weapon on their offense, who is still really, really young. And I get TJ Hawkins has some injury issues. Sometimes he can be a little bit uh, volatile with his uh, efficiency, but you sent him to a division rival for nothing. What, what'd they get? A second and a third round pick, Ryan? Like, do you? It was like a second and like a couple fours and shit like that. And then. The Lions got back like yeah, the Lions got back nothing, and the Vikings got like a second round or third round pick back. I'm like, I don't know what's going on in Detroit. Um, I know that this the season's kind of over for them. Um, they played hard to fight like this team at the start was like, Oh my god, this offense is electric, but this defense can't stop anybody. So they they're they're <laughs> Their greatest idea is to ship off their their, their star tight end and just like oh well we'll just redo it. And I know they're <laughs> getting Jameson Williams back in like the next month or so, but at this point you might as well sit them the rest of the season. It's a lost season. Um, but no, I think the Lions are the biggest loser. Uh, they took a huge step back not only this season but for the future of their team. I don't know where you're going to find another tight end with the potential that TJ Hawkinson has. Unless you'd like try to trade for Gronk again before he retires, before he even like signs the papers.
1: Or maybe maybe Dan Campbell comes out of retirement. Yeah, Dan
0: Campbell, player coach.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, mine was short and simple. Uh, Ryan, let's go to you before we go to break.
2: All right. I got my winner as like you said, Caleb. I think it's the 49ers. And I think it's because when you think about the 49ers, right? They've always been like a running back by committee always been okay well we'll get like Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, oh, we'll Randall off the street. You know what I mean? Like it's some it's always some guy, some fucking guy. They got arguably the most dynamic, you know, running back offensive weapon in the league, whatever you want to call Christian McCaffrey. Because this dude can do it all. He can run, he can receive. I mean shit, he threw a touchdown. He's the only player he's a lot like he's the first player to do that since Ladanian Tomlinson did. Like, that's some special territory because LeDain Thomas is one of the best running backs ever. You know, you add that to the Kyle Shanahan scheme, and I guess it's paying a bit for a running back for what it's worth. And McCaffrey has the injury issues. He's, you know, he's making a lot of money, all that shit in the cap. I think dynamic talents are dynamic talents. If you can find them and you can get them in your scheme, you can wreck shop, man. You, you can just fuck up the league with that type of shit. And if Jimmy Garoppolo can provide them, you just need to be adequate, Jimmy. Adequate. If you aren't adequate, well, Tommy's coming next year to, you know, you know, take away your job again, like you did in New England. You know, you just got to be adequate. You adequate. can win with that team. You're pissing
0: me off with that. It's adequate. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Jimmy just got to be average. Average. Yeah, you that's all we
0: need. Jimmy good. We don't need Jimmy great. We need Jimmy time. good. <laughs> this
2: is... If Jimmy can be good, they could win the Super Bowl. You just need to be league average. So I think the 49ers win it because you add a dynamic weapon to an already, like you got like a very dynamic receiver in Dima Samuel, top 10 receiver, top, top 10, three tight end. And uh, you know, the second best, maybe the best. I don't know. People love Kelsey. That's a different story for a different day. Uh it, you know, you got George Kittle. That guy's a fucking beast. One of my favorite football players in the league. The guy just owns. That that, you know, that's a winning football player right there if he can stay on the field. Yep. You got some fucking guys. Brandon Ayuk, that's a stud receiver too. You got some guys, man. That 49ers offense field a wreck shop. That 49ers defense, I know, will wreck shop. You can fuck up the league, Jimmy. The ball is in, you know. It's it's in your court. Are you gonna fuck up like you dude, did? Kyle, you Kyle, Juice <laughs> Yeah. you got you, got, you, you got Juice check. You know, you got Kyle Juice check, man. You got the juice.
0: Love that you know?
2: dude. The best and then your field. biggest loser. Um, the biggest loser. In my opinion, and this is because they're inaction, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going to say,
0: what did you want them to do?
2: I want them to actually act like you have a sense of urgency. You guys don't. Here's the thing that Jason Light needs to understand: you might not have a next year because your quarterback situation right now is, let's say Tom Brady retires next year, right? It's Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbard. And maybe, I don't don't know, maybe you bring back Jameis or some shit. I don't know. No, that's not happening. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're, either way. Not with Bruce Arians Arian's in the next. You need to go less need, fuck them picks mode. You know, you lost Shaq Barrett for the year. Bradley Chubb was there for the taking. You know, you could have gotten maybe Josh Allen from the Jaguars. I don't know, bro. I don't know about Brian Burns, but like, you need to put your chips in on the table. Maybe you go all out and get a third option on that offense.
0: Another receiver. Oh, Brady's had some bad luck picking those this year. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just
2: wait till Odell comes, but comes to Tampa and he like tears in the ACL. I thought he
0: was gonna finally coax Edelman out of retirement. <laughs> maybe well, it's, maybe it's bone like, on bone. wrong.
2: You know.
1: But yeah, imagine, imagine Edelman, Gronk, and OBJ going to Tampa all of a sudden.
2: <laughs> the five <vibe> wide. <laughs> but, you know, you have this – like, Tampa's in a weird window where you don't know Tom Brady's back this year. You got a lot of win
0: now, guys. Everybody's operating like, as if this is Brady's last year.
2: Yeah. Put your chips in on the table, man. Look at the Rams. They won a Super Bowl last year because Les Snead was like, fuck them picks. We're going all out. And they won a ring off that. You have a team that's in dire straits right now, admittedly, for their expectations. You know, you're underachieving. You've been kind of fucking dog shit. (laughs) I could be as blunt as possible. Oh, This this is a
1: rated R podcast. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, this is definitely NSFW, so go ahead.
2: They've been dog shit. Horse shit, bullshit, whatever fucking shit you want to put in front of that. Goat shit. Goat shit. You know, you have that opportunity, man, to just put the chips on the fucking table. Fuck it. Let's let it ride. You can give this team a spark. You know, a lifeless team, a bunch of fat and happy players. Because quite frankly, there is some fat and happy players. You know, it's felt a little lifeless in Tampa. There's some guys who's operating off vibes and shit you know you know that got fat and happy off winning that super bowl in 2020 well guys it's two years later i get you guys a good year last year but you know you know when you didn't win you lost in the playoffs to the rams you need to fucking put it all out there you need a spark you guys need to actually play like you give a fuck and so, so answer,
0: answer this question quickly before we go to break what happens from here? What is, what is the ceiling for Tom Brady's Bucks?
2: The ceiling's the Super Bowl. They've already won it. They showed they can win it.
0: You think, you think this year there's still a chance they win the Super Bowl?
2: I, yes. If you're Tom Des, Brady. Despite man.
0: you going on this rant that they didn't do anything and their window oh. is, is slowly just slipping down and closing,
2: I'm disappointed. You, you They've had around? a chance. But here's the thing: there's always the possibility, because you know, whenever you think a Tom Brady team is dead to rights, like you look at 2014, right?
0: It's like this is wow, this is very man. different it's than 2014. Weeks, this we at, are like, in week nine. What's up? We are in week nine of the. This is very different than 2014. But when is when 20, is a Tom Brady team this dead at this point of the, the season?
2: 2018, right? In December, man, you had the Miami miracle loss and you had that Pittsburgh loss. Josh Gordon gets suspended for the year. It's looking ugly. What happens? They win what, like five straight? Like they, you beat like Buffalo and the Jets, and then you run through the playoffs. I could never count on a Tom Brady team because when you think they're a dead to rights, they somehow, barring to like 2019, 2019, I mean, Brady checked out in that team, admittedly.
0: They, were they were already checked
2: out of this one. I, I, but I think Brady's checkout is a bit different than the 2019 checkout, if that makes sense. I think the divorce, you know, I don't want to talk about his personal life all that much because, like, it's it's personal shit, right? I do think the divorce was taking a bit of a number on him because think about it, right? You can't go into practice of full intensity knowing that there's so much shit going on in your life. You know, you got to do all this, like, proceedings shit, a bunch of legal work, all this, like, you're figuring out how to split from your wife and all that. Meanwhile, you gotta you're the commander of the NFL team. And I think now you got you had like they announced the divorce, I think, on Friday, like last Friday, you yeah. know. You have that 10 day break coming off the Thursday night game. We'll see on Sunday. Maybe they're more refreshed. You know, maybe Brady's more energy, you know. A bit more fresh. He's feeling a little looser now. You know, he doesn't have the stress on his back all that much now.
1: A little more focused.
2: Yeah, more focus. They have ten days to formulate a game plan for the Rams.
0: We'll see. You know, and that's where we'll leave it with the uh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Gronkineers, formerly known as. Discussions. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will discuss our, uh, our super bowl prediction and get right into our Alex brand player of the week. Stay tuned. (music) Welcome back to plastic negotiations. Let's get into our next football segment. This one should be easy. Uh, Not as much to dive through. Again, we're halfway through the NFL season, and the playoff picture is as murky as ever. Teams like the Jets are in the playoffs, like for Christ's sakes, so, I mean, I think hell is frozen over. Um, this is a perfect time to pick our Super Bowl matchup and champion with all this murkiness. Ryan Moore, you're a Tom Brady fanboy, as we have discovered. I mean, Cade Kate, Kate thought I was bad. Imagine Cade and Ryan in the same room. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, again, you're a Tom Brady fanboy, Ryan. Uh, he's pushing for ring number eight. Can he write the Tampa Bay ship or is it uh, somebody else's turn on the podium? Who you got winning the title in Phoenix, Arizona, where, which happens to be, uh, you know, I don't know how many hours away from you, Alonzo. Uh, it's about seven hours, but Arizona itself is only about three. So, so. We'll, we'll call it, we'll call it your backyard just for the yeah. sake of it. Right in Alonzo's backyard, can Tom Brady win number eight where he won number four? Man. Or is All it right. over? Because I think it's over.
2: You think it's over? I do. I'll say this.
0: Despite me picking them in the preseason, to win the Windsor rule.
2: You know, right before we went to break, I talked about, you know, you're refreshed. You don't have to divorce to think about that shit. I think they write the ship and it'll be a Bucks Bills Super Bowl.
0: So he's he's sticking with my preseason prediction there. I said I said Bucks Bills. Yeah, I'm sticking
2: with it, man. I'll I'll ride die with Tom till the end, man.
0: He, is he, it because you want it, it to happen, happen or you think it'll happen?
2: I think it will happen, man. You understand Tom Brady magic a bit different. You know?
0: I know. I watched it basically my yeah. entire childhood. This is very different.
2: But when you think they're out, that's when
0: they come punch you back in.
2: I don't know. We'll see. I do think Tampa needs to get in the free agency market, maybe get Odell. I I did see an Instagram post, interestingly enough, from some Tampa fan page that actually has some following. that They were hearing rumors that, you know, Tom's old friend, the guy that just retired this off season, Rob Gronkowski, might be back.
0: I don't is know. There, is there a deadline for that? No, Gronk can come back whenever. Yep. And I know that there was there was a deadline in 2019 in New England, but maybe that's because he like officially uh, submitted his retirement papers. Yeah, uh, I I don't know that you
2: might be right on that. I I, but I think he, if I think if Gronk's gonna come back, he's
0: got to do it before Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think maybe before the before the or after the Germany trip when it's the bye week, we can see it. I don't know. I I, I personally I have no sources. So I'm just relaying what I saw on Instagram from some big box page talking about that shit. It'd be fun. If they get Gronk back, I could see it. I could see a little spark there where, you know, they get motivated. I think Gronk was a huge loss in the locker room. A lot of the guys love him there. They get, he could be the kind of guy and even like an Odell Beckham type where like Odell's a very fiery personality. They could get the guys, you know, the troops rallied in there and that's, that guy, I think, could help him win a Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl, I should say.
0: And do you but think just, that
2: the Bucks will beat the Bills in the Super Bowl? Like a Tom Brady's record versus the Bills. What do
0: you think? All right. Well, Brian <laughs> is going with my preseason prediction back back in August where I said the, the Bucks would beat the Bills in the Super Bowl and the Bucks would win. Um, Alonzo, I assume that you have something different.
1: Yeah. Um, the AFC, I, it's – I. I have, the, I have the Bills and the Chiefs squaring off in the AFC, and I have the Bills finally overcoming that um, the way they they did back in the late '80s, early '90s when they had to overcome the the Bengals, and they they did. Uh, so I got them overcoming the Chiefs this year. So I got the Bills in AFC. AFC to me is it's oh my god, it's murky. It, it's, murky. it's it's not. <laughs> there are there are two teams that I think are legitimate. Contenders, and of those two teams, one is more legitimate than the other. And then there's a third that is a, like the wild card. The wild card to me is the 49ers Niners. Um, not that they're a wild card team. I'm saying they're they're like that. X yeah, back. the dark
0: horse, like, right?
1: Boy, you know they're scary. And if they're hitting on cylinders, I think they go through the NFC. um The better of the other two teams, you know, I have the the Eagles and Cowboys. And I think Ooh, of course, of course. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I think the Eagles are a better team. Reading boys, You know, no, I'm, um, I'm just messing with you. I know you're unbiased. And so, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I it, it, it sucks to say that. Um, but th- then again, we're halfway through the season. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to get injured. Uh, you know, it, I mean, and pe- teams go on slumps. If, if but if if the season were at end of day and I and I would have to say who's representing the NFC today I probably have to say the Eagles and they'd have to they'd play the Bills but I think the Bills would, would beat them um uh yeah, it pains me to say that it pains pains me to say that but I think I think the X factor is San Francisco um Dallas is going to be there but Dallas is like the Dodgers to me they make the playoffs and they always let me down again I want them to be my pallbearers when I die so they can let me down one last time. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And so I actually have a guest here who would like to give his, his picks. My son, Andy, if that's okay.
0: Right. With you. Let's, let's Andy, have Andy roll in.
1: Well, come here, Andy. We got going to the Super Bowl, bud. Lean in a little bit. Loudly.
0: I got the Eagles and the Buffalo
1: Bills. Who you got oh, winning? So same as his dad. Same as his dad. And he has the Bills winning. And he wants the Cowboys too, but. He likes the Bucks. Yeah, team is he likes the Bucks too. It's just, <laughs> just Ryan's not alone. I, <laughs> I just, I just think, that, I think, mean, I, I mean, the NFC is not strong, and the Eagles are the strongest team of all of them. Uh, if, if anyone's going to beat them, it's, it's going to be the 49ers, I think. I don't know why. That's just that's just where I'm at. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it, bud.
0: Thank you, Andy. We, we very much Thank appreciate you,
1: it. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. I got, the, I got the Bills beating the Eagles.
0: I think I'm with you guys with the AFC. Um, anything can happen. I think um, earlier in the season, I said, hey, watch out for the Ravens. And... The Ravens are hot, but they need to get that defense together. They absolutely need to get that defense together for me to take them seriously. Um, but I think the Bills are just—they're just too good right now. And um, maybe I'll feel different after Josh Allen has this stinker of a game, which always happens this middle of the year, where he just sucks. And I'll be like, "Oh well, this, there's some turbulence at Buffalo," but uh, it won't amount to anything. There, there's just no team in the AFC that I think lines up with them. Goes toe to toe and wins. Uh, Kansas City, we saw them choke it late. The Ravens again, they need to get that defense together. The Titans, are we really taking the Titans seriously? No. And yeah, that that, that, that that's like it. <laughs> it's it's Buffalo and a bunch of a bunch of scrubs. Buffalo and um, Chiefs, in my opinion, that's it. Yeah, and then and then the Chiefs, they've obviously taken a step back. They missed Tyree Kill, and. I just I don't know if they can if they can get past Buffalo without it. Uh, we saw we saw the first game without that Tyree kill and it didn't go well for Kansas City in Arrowhead. By the way, this wasn't this wasn't like in like First Energy Stadium, whatever it was. Like the Bills weren't at home. No,
1: and I want to I want to make a point to our listeners out there who some may come back and try. Oh, the Dolphins! The Dolphins beat the Bills earlier. Uh, it, it, it was okay. The Dolphins lost three straight after that because Tua got hurt. Um, and they're not, I don't think they're going to catch the bills in, in, in the one loss column, you know, I love
0: love the Dolphins long-term Yeah, I think they have a lot of pieces and if Tua keeps like growing, that team's going to be dangerous, but Tua in his first playoff experience is going to go toe to toe with Josh Allen in Buffalo because they're not, they're not going to catch him in, in, in the win loss column because of that three game losing streak. Um, so like, the, the, I think the dolphins would like go into Baltimore and lose in yeah. the playoffs. I know they beat him in week 2, but I think in a playoff game where John Harbaugh is, you know, a master Pete Harbaugh like I just can't see it. I think the Ravens overall, I think the, I think the Ravens are the best chance to to beat to beat uh Buffalo if they can just get it together on defense. That offense is explosive. Lamar Jackson is playing angry. And I just That defense is just so scary. And then the Chiefs, obviously, they've taken a step back without Tyreek. I don't know. So I'll take the Bills comfortably. In the NFC, I liked your mention of the 49ers. Uh, But there is one team I think you guys are obviously sleeping on. One. So I I know the Eagles are popular. 7-0. I've stated my concerns. I don't know if this play is sustainable. I'm not going to pick them. Tampa, I'm not going to pick. I think... Brady's checked out. He doesn't want anything to do with the the Buccaneers anymore, and I think he'll stick around probably another year. I don't even think he'll retire after this year. I think he's going to leave. And he'll go to Miami or or San Francisco. But here's my sleeper pick. You guys are quietly forgetting that this team is like really good. The Giants? No. They're winning the division, the Minnesota Vikings. Nah. They just acquired a top seven tight end talent at the trade. This, this Minnesota Vikings offense is stacked and their defense is playing just fine. I think you guys are really sleeping on Minnesota because it's Kirk Cousins. I was I was about to say that they have Kirk Cousins. So, and I know I've taken endless beatings for saying Kirk Cousins isn't the bad quarterback on this show. He's not he's a not bad a, quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback, but he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback either.
1: Yes, I mean he's 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 Tony Romo. Tony Romo could have won a Super Bowl. He didn't. He didn't because he was injured and the Cowboys sucked. Even when he wasn't injured, they went thirteen and three that one year with Terrell Owens on 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 the team, and they got beat in the first and and the, the division round of the playoffs by
2: the by the Giants. Listen, I don't think Tony Romo was that bad at quarterback. He, he wasn't. Romo wasn't a bad QB, but, like, Kirk Cousins is not a bad QB either. But, like, here's the thing with Kirk Cousins. You look at his primetime record, wow. That shit is trash. And that's the thing. In the playoffs, he's probably going to play a primetime game. And, you, you know, I, I can't take that shit seriously. I'm sorry. But guess what? This, Park, is turn, this is where he turns. This is
0: where he turns around. Okay, here here's the path. As the number three seed, they will play the number four seed. Or yeah, right. The number four seed. No, five, five, five seed. Because the eighteen playoff or right. Four divisions. Yeah. The three seed they'll play the the five seed or six seed, whatever it is, and they will play the Giants. Who beat the Giants? I have no issue with that. Kirk Cousins has wild card wins on his on his resume. He beat the Saints in that legendary 2019, passed the Kyle Rudolph. Me and Ryan were celebrating because we hate Drew Brees. And they'll move on to the division round. This is where things get hairy. He's got he's got some demons to overcome against San Francisco. That's a dub. In US Bank Stadium, my man Travis Hooth is gonna be there to witness. They get that dub. We're looking at shades of 2017. This is a rematch. Let's say the Eagles are good. Let's see the Eagles are really good and the Vikings are going into Lincoln financial field. Just like 2017. The, the winner plays Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, which in this case we're looking at the new king of the AFC, Josh Allen. Kirk Cousins is getting that dub too. He's avenging this. This year the NFC has the has the early game. Am I am I not mistaken? I don't remember. I know it's on a rotation. I think, I think the I think the NFC has the early game this year. This plays right into Kirk Cousins. Okay. If this game kicks off at 3 30 p.m., Kirk Cousins is going off. Wait, no, saying, no, no, no,
2: no, no. No, because then the Bucs play the 3.30 game last year. Bucks wait, no, I'm tripping. Never mind. No, that was the no, divisional no. round. Yeah, I was tripping for a second. I was like fuck.
0: Alonzo, what, can, you look, like the, the can you look up the Can you look up the kickoff of um yeah. the NFC title game in 2021, 2022? Just to make sh- just to make sure that my theory isn't just like kerfuffle because the Vikings have to play a primetime game in the playoffs. Let's see here.
1: Uh, so last year, oh no, you're right. I think last year the Rams hosted the Ford Miners. That was in the late game. The,
0: in the late game. Yeah, kickoff right, was at six thirty. Or eight thirty, whatever it was. Yeah, the Vikings don't have to play a primetime game in the playoffs, right? If Don't this care. path works out the way it does, Kirk Cousins is gonna be in his primetime mode. This is his prime time, one o'clock. And he's going right through right through the NFC playoff picture. And it's going to be a Bills Vikings Super Bowl. And because I hate the Bills, I'll pick the Vikings. Vikings 41 10. The Bills aren't good. <laughs> Kirk Cousins Super Bowl MVP. Let the oh, chaos man. let the chaos rain upon you. With you like that, and the dockers and the the pocket shirts and the pencil behind the ear and the uh <laughs> the unseasoned chicken on the grill.
1: You know what? No, I'm wrong. The Niners and Rams last year kicked off at 330 Pacific. So that's that's the, the six- 30. that's the late game. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it'd be the early
0: game this year, yeah. You guys like my theory or what?
1: No, I hate it personally. I, 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 you know what? It you make a good argument.
0: I don't. I, I don't think it's. If Kirk Cousins doesn't have to play a single primetime game in the playoffs, they will go to the Super Bowl. I think. Okay, I like- I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, put it. I'll put it in, in in attorney's terms. I think it's possible, but it's not probable.
2: Yeah.
0: What's more likely, I, the Vikings go to the Super Bowl or Tampa goes to the Super Bowl, Alonzo? Uh Tampa. Really?
1: Yeah. Right have done that.
0: With that trash bag morale that they have, yeah. At least Viking. At least with the Vikings, Kirk Cousins is hyping up the boys as long as they're you know up and at them at by ten o'clock.
1: You know, at the end of the day, it's just it's the Vikings. You know, and I I don't hate them, but it's just it's the Vikings. It's the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, they they, Dude, they they
2: like
1: they yeah. find a way to to lose. I mean, they they find a way to lose.
0: So you guys aren't huge on the forty-one ten Vikings over Bills.
1: Yeah, so, no, no, I I, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't place money on that. No. You probably
0: win a whole lot of money if it hits. Well, if if, if it hits, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, problem is, I, I would only place like a dollar because I'm expecting it to not hit. So, you know, I don't want to lose a lot of money.
2: Here's the thing: If the 1998 Vikings could win this, could not win the Super Bowl, or even make it there, I don't, yes, I don't yes. know if this 2022, 2023 Vikings team can. I make don't know it Justin there. Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Yeah, but that was the 98 Vikings was Randy Moss, Chris Carter.
0: Yeah, it's, Randy it's, Moss, Chris. It's, Carter. it's almost comparable. Uh, no, Justin Jefferson is insane. No, Adam Thielen is a really good receiver. That would probably be number one on a lot of teams. Those those
1: guys
2: are not in the stratosphere of Randy Moss or Chris Carter Yeah, because Justin Jefferson's young. Uh, Justin Jefferson's on a great pace, but not yet. Like Randy
1: Moss was a rookie that year.
2: In '98, Randy Moss is like maybe arguably the best rookie season ever. Like,
1: yeah, so it's it's not a youth thing because Randy Moss was a rookie. And he was already playing at a different stratosphere. I mean, he was. That team went like 15 and one, right? They went 15 and one and lost to the NFC Championship game, uh, missed a field goal in regulation to, to, that would have won it. And then they lost to the Falcons by Morton Anderson kicking a field goal to beat them. I don't
0: know. I think you guys sleep on the Vikings. No, the thing is, the Vikings are very talented. If the Vikings play Tampa They're in the cursed. wild card, your boy's in trouble, right?
2: They're cursed, though. The Vikings are cursed. That's the thing. It's not. It's nothing against like. Well, I mean, Kirk Cousins. I I like slandering him because he's so weird as a human being, and uh, you know, as a QB, he's a bit weird too. You know, chaos. Kirk. But you know, I I I do fuck with like Justin Jefferson, Jay Jettas. You know, Dalvin Cook's a beast. Adam Thielen's stud. You know, like they got, they got themselves like in offensive surroundings. It's just like you think about the Minnesota Vikings history, it's like, okay, well, this is the year they're going to win it, right? You know, even like, 2017, 2018, when, like, Case Keenum have that, like, you know, devil magic behind them with the Minneapolis Miracle, Stefan Diggs had that big play versus the Saints, game winner. It's like, man, you go into Philadelphia and you get demolished. You know, a lot, a lot people of people
0: say that Vikings. if Kirk Cousins was the quarterback of that game, they would have won.
1: Well, the, like, the 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 two thousand nine ten season,
0: oh with Favre, um,
1: Brett Favre throwing that pick in overtime.
0: Well, that's because the Saints bountied Brett Favre. Well that's the thing: the Vikings are cursed. That they wasn't all the Vikings' them fault. Them. The Saints are dirty. <laughs> the, Saints are dirty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Saints are dirty. The Saints are definitely dirty. Like the bounty Saints are dirty, but the Vikings are just cursed. There's something they about don't
0: call, they don't call the dirty South for nothing. <laughs> and with that alonzo do you have the time
1: yeah um so i'm looking and uh and
0: now it's
1: time
0: in honor of the phenomenal rebranding of a magic story out of the uk turned italian-american bang noodle wielding and probably from new jersey wizard our next segment segment wow is the giuseppe stromboli redo of the week uh, uh, the pre the premise is simple. I give a scenario to our two fellas here that happened in recent memory, and the panel determines how they would change the execution of the plan. Just saying don't do this scenario is an automatic loss. This week we enter the Brit Bonger land of the United Kingdom where Robert Jenner, a self-proclaimed proud nudist, was arrested two times in the same day for trying to do his job, but ass naked, and violating the terms of his parole that enforced him to wear at least two layers of clothing to prevent him from going balls out. Uh, good old Bobby Jenner claims that this is a violation of his human rights to enforce him to wear clothes while on the job. Alonzo, let's kick it back to you. You are Mr. Bob Jenner. How do you get the pigs off your back and let your puppies breathe while you're putting shingles on the King's roof? All right, here we go. Well, first of all, um, I don't want my shit
1: hanging everywhere, but since that's an automatic loss, you know, w- well, I'll go to more of a
0: briefs guy than a box guy. Y- y-
1: yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a boxer's guy, but I'm just not going to be naked. out with my shit hanging everywhere, but either way. All right. You don't like me naked working out here, right? Okay. First of all, come get me. All right. <laughs> Butt naked and all grab my junk. Shit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my friends recording it and post it all over social media, how the cops were all about touching me everywhere. And in the background, They're going to be playing music. We're going to have Y-M-C-A-N in the Navy playing in the background to the cops grabbing my shit, all right? I'm going to embarrass the fuck out of them, all right? And to make matters worse, I'm going to put the onus, not to be confused with the anus, on law enforcement to prove that my nuts were hanging out. I'm going to be on extreme doses of decadurabolin, so I'll essentially have no nuts to hang, none All right, now I'm gonna use my cock to hammer the nails or whatever it is I'm doing. Am I writing a story in public? I'm gonna learn how to write with my cock. Am I drawing a picture? I'm gonna learn how to draw with my cock. Am I hammering nails to a wall? I'm gonna learn how to use my cock as a hammer. Whatever the fuck it is, my cock is my utensil. And again, my balls are non-existent due to the ridiculous amounts of steroid use, okay? I show that my cock is my work tool. And there's no way my balls were hanging out as the steroids have killed their ability to make testosterone and they've shrunk to the level of fucking raisins. So arrest me for displaying raisins. Do it. I'll fight you. That's
0: <laughs> God. Great work, Alonzo. This is the story where I wish we had Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ryan, let's go to
2: you. Fuck, man. You, you really started that one off strong. So, You know, you got to keep them off your back, right? I'm thinking, okay, you got to wear the two layers of clothes. You show up with like a bathrobe type, like it'd be whatever fucking brand you want. It'd be like Versace if you want to flex in them. And you show up with a fucking Speedo down there. Like, okay. Gucci Speedo. You know, I got my layers
0: of clothing. Get off my dick. You know, So you compromise by wearing two really thin... You compromise
2: layers. by, you know,
0: still being, you know, loose. You have to be loose a little, you know? Speedos you don't have are not to show... loose.
2: Have you ever seen a Speedo? I mean, yeah, but, like, the bathrobe is fucking loose. I mean, you got to think about it, though. Like, what, what other way could you really... Like, you can't show up with, like, your cock hanging out, right? Like, you can't do that. Like, It's, it's against funny, the it's... rules, yeah.
1: Sure
2: you it's can. Little... I just, I just showed you how to do it. It's your <laughs> idea. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> totally, but I, I can't, I can't steal your idea, ma- idea, man. You know, you gotta be a little creative. So you show up, dressed up like a fucking jackass, like a jackass fucking, you know, from the nineteen eighties, with a fucking bathrobe and a fucking speedo. You're like, <laughs> all right, yeah,
0: I got my two layers. Fuck off. <laughs>
2: This is great. So yeah, I'm, I'm with
0: it. I'm with Ryan. Sort of. You got to wear two layers of clothing, but my my layers of clothing uh, we could probably be questionable for clothing. Um, you know those like freezer bags where you put like you know snacks in for your kids or whatever. If you put them in your lunchbox, call it a day. Perfectly see through. You can perfect. You can see what's in it. You're turning that into into your underwear and your t-shirt. You're wearing those 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 freezer bags where you can just see right through. And I want to show off my proud, glorious workout bod. You know, the Jenners really have something going on with their, uh, their, you know, peak performance. Um, So, yeah, we're wearing completely Caesar, completely loose. Like you can, you can still look at the tenaciousness that's going on.
1: The, the tenacious D. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. Through wearing these oversized freezer bags that are they're gonna keep me loose, it's hanging. You guys, you get. I'm wearing two layers of clothing. I will. I will have them notarized by my my buddy who works at the notary office to like, yeah, this is clothing. Stamp, absolutely for sure.
1: And uh, shit, I'm talking about. I'm
0: sure where these plastic bags are made. I'm sure the the sweatshop next door creates NFL jerseys. So you know. It's clothing adjacent, but uh, that works. That, that works. I think these were really good, really good examples of uh, how we can get away with nudism. That's right. That's right. And, right uh, up,
1: shrink your nuts. Use your cock as your tool. And you're good to go, baby.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> puts a new puts, <laughs> puts a new definition of hammer cock. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's but, right. Uh,
0: we're gonna take one more break. And you guys can enjoy uh, whatever tune Stokesy has uh, cooked up. I requested Nickelback, so hopefully we get some Nickelback.
2: You're doing your Nickelback, man.
0: You're Canadian. They're your, they're your greatest export.
2: Nah, nah. I'm the greatest export.
0: <laughs> I was am- like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking oh, zoomer. My God.
2: <laughs> my God.
1: I, I I thought Ryan was gonna start singing. Never made it
0: as a wise man. Couldn't cut it as a wise man stand.
2: Yeah. Hey, I, I was drunk listening to that song the other night.
0: It's a it's a perfect like sad bar song. Like I still jam out this to that is, song. Man. Oh, so you're not shaking your head anymore. You're you're into it now. See, there's there are two types of people in this world before I let it go to break. There are nickelback fans and there are liars. Which <laughs> one are you? <laughs> um, I, I, I'll i still listen to that song I like that song but one more break hopefully with some Nikolak. Um when we come back it is uh, our, our long-standing segment Alex Buran Player of the Week you are listening to Plaster Negotiations stay tuned Alrighty, welcome back. We are plastered negotiations. I hope you enjoyed that the, the, those Canadian goodness tunes. Um, but it's time—not uh, not happy time. It is Alex Moran time. Each week, we ask our panelists to find what we call the Alex Moran Player of the Week. Shout out to Blue Mountain State. The criteria is simple: we're looking for an individual who wants to live their best life—the true backup life, all of the glory, none of the work. Ryan, you're the newcomer, and I know you've watched Blue Mountain State. How do I know that? You told me to watch it for the first time, and I did. Um, with that being said, who is your nomination for Alex Moran, Player of the Week?
2: Well, okay, this guy isn't a backup, but he's someone that should be a backup.
0: He's, he's a backup at this point.
2: He is. His backup is better than him, but he's reaping the rewards for being a subpar player. And I am talking about Z- Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> He's like, yep. <laughs> you have a backup running back in Tony Pollard that's better than you. This guy's making like league men, I think. It's a rookie scale contract. It's nothing nothing special for an NFL caliber. I just looked up Ezekiel Elliott's uh, salary for this year. He's making $12 million. To be subpar, man.
1: Sub, sub sub subpar is is giving him too much credit.
2: I mean, subpar for like, yeah, yeah, like he's shit now. He got fat and happy. Listen, man, as a fellow big boy, you know, I'm I'm a bit fat, but like, you know, I'm, I'm a bit happy too. But come on, man.
1: He you know, they they, can, they they can pay me half that. And I'll go do the same thing he does. Yeah. I'll, I'll, totally I'll run I'll, here. I'll run right in, right into the gap where there's three guys about to hit me and I'll fall. I'll do the <laughs> same thing.
2: Yeah. I'll I'll get like thirty-five yards a game and maybe a score if you give me enough carries. Yeah. You know.
0: Ryan's gonna be like Don Terry Poe at fullback.
2: <laughs> oh come on now. I'm like Leonard Fournette. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Ford, I'm, like, I'm like craig like Ironhead. training like training camp
0: guys i'm like jerome bettis come alonzo, on alonzo alonzo was like patriot stephen jackson <laughs>
2: <laughs> he'd be LeGuerre blunt if he played right now <laughs> oh my goodness
1: no bro eddie lacy baby that's, that's bro.
2: <laughs>
0: have you seen the, have you seen the chinese food tweets alonzo no. Oh, Ryan, yeah, send it to the like group a chat. million tweets out there. Ryan, like, send it to the group chat. I yep, send it. I, I want to see that. There's like a hundred tweets of like Eddie Lacey being like, man, I could really go for some Chinese food right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he
2: doesn't call it Chinese food, he calls it China food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's, he's he's probably keeping Chinese
0: buffets open. He, he's the only man that pulls up the golden corral nowadays. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but uh, Alonzo, let's go to you. You're All Alex right, Moran, so, player of the week.
1: NBA games forty-eight minutes a game, right? Um, Will Chamberlain's backup is my Alex Moran player of the week, century, whatever the hell you want to call it. He's Will Cham- now. Will Chamberlain averaged. 45.8 minutes per game 45.8 so whoever backed them up didn't play for shit they played 2.2 minutes that's it that's it now granted back then the glory wasn't like it is now with all the money and all that that they're making now well but you got back to Wilt played. there wasn't even tvs yeah well, yeah we don't right.
0: even know if Wilt will actually scored 100 points in a game
1: yeah, we 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 have to make that assumption because it was you know that that stuff was written in hieroglyphics in a cave somewhere, so we, we're we're thinking it's true. Um, but his backup didn't play. I mean, two you know two point two minutes a game, and so but got to celebrate when Wilt scored you know, allegedly hundred points. When Wilt was getting fifty rebounds and fifty points a game and all this stuff, and you know his backup is the you know Alex Riley sitting there, you know waving the the towel, like, hey hey, you know he's, he, he's doing his th- doing his he's best
0: Adam- Udonis Haslem impression,
1: yeah. Well, or he's Adam Morrison with the two thousand nine Lakers, you know. All right, you know we we won the championship. You didn't do shit, you know, but you you won the championship. That was Wilt Chamberlain's backup at two point two minutes per game. Um, so that, that's, that's my Alex Moran player but, of the week. But that when sucks. we, um
0: when we discussed like how much he made in money, it probably was like, it, you know, adjusting for inflation or whatever. He's probably making as much as I do working in the gas station. That sucks. <laughs> like those salaries back then weren't great. Nope. <laughs> like nope. after the, after the game, the, the players would go back to like doing their jobs as like plumbers. Mm-hmm. Which is why LeBron's the goat because he didn't play against plumbers. That yeah, that's that's funny. That's true. Ooh, that's true. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But I like your Osmar and play of the week. I do like that pick. Ryan, I do like your pick of Ezekiel Elliott. It got some laughs. Um, I'm sure Alonzo is about to go look at the China food tweet. Um, that, was, that
1: was hilarious, bro. I I I'm
0: gonna go check him out a little bit here. Send it. We have to send it to the regular class food chat. But my right. Alex Moran player of the week, Colts quarterback Matt Ryan. Do you, know so long, do you know how long he was the Colts starting quarterback?
1: Uh, like four, five five, five weeks. weeks?
0: No, I mean, just since he got there. 28 weeks and three days. That's it. Do the numbers 28, 28 to
2: three. 28 to three, baby. Great game. <laughs> One hundred
0: and ninety-nine days. Oh, that—that's another—that's another Patriots reference. We got twenty-eight to three. We oh. got pick one ninety-nine. <laughs> Inception. Yep, that's funny. But yeah, Matt Ryan is totally washed, and he conned the the Colts into forking over a third-round pick for him just to sit on the bench and watch Sam Ellinger do his best Tim Tebow impression. Yeah. Without- He's got the dream job right now. He's going to recover from the shoulder surgery. And the Colts have said, yeah, we're not going back to Matt Ryan this year. Yeah.
1: Well, they're not going- well they've already said they're not
0: going back to him. We so Ryan, have- high five. Common Colts failure. Um, oh God. Thank God Kate isn't here for to watch me like shit on his employer. Um- <laughs> yeah, I I think, I think Kate is sorely disappointed in that as well. So. And uh, the the Matt Ryan's former job is coming over to New England this week to play the uh, the New England Patriots, and I am going to that game on Sunday. So I will not be witnessing my Alex Marion Player of the Week because he will be on the sideline collecting some really nice cash. Um, I was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Ryan has like one of the highest cap hits in the NFL, and he's making like twenty three million dollars a year or something crazy,
1: unreal.
0: And, and you I love know, that, Ryan. When he was in Atlanta.
2: You know, if I'm Matt Ryan, I'd be sitting on the bench. Like I pull like a nice cigar or something. Oh, hell yeah. That's another 3 million in the bank, baby. Let's go.
0: (laughs) I'd love to see like how much money he's made per like attempt for the Colts. He didn't throw the ball that much. (laughs) Well, you know, and and here's the thing.
1: If they follow through on not starting him the rest of the year, I'd like to see how much money he made per attempt. Compared to how much he made for the whole season, not just you know, oh, during those games, he made X amount of dollars. I don't know, you we're, we paid him 23 million dollars, he threw the ball 100 times. So, how much did we 2. pay him to two,
0: 200,
1: 230,000? And price, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, dude, those are some otherworldly
0: numbers, and that is
1: a solid pick for the
0: Alex Moran player of the week. And so, I love I that. Let's get ride. back. I love Matt Ryan. I loved him at Atlanta. He was one of my favorite quarterbacks. I really thought that uh, Indianapolis was gonna like, you know, resurrect his career. But hey, he wants to chase that bag. You earned it. That's what. The, this <laughs> is what the Colts Matt. get for playing quarterback rotation every year.
2: Yeah, Andrew Luck cursed them. Matt Ryan, I, I, this dude needs to like just spike his like Gatorade vodka and just chill on the sidelines. Oh, he you know. just needs to drink, he, you know,
1: he just needs to drink the, the, the cucumber Gatorade. That'll wake up. Uh. up. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> that shit's good. You, you I need I, vibe I don't, out there, you I know. Don't know.
1: I don't know why we're dogging it. That stuff is so
2: good, man. My stomach oh. still hurts. Cucumbers are bad, man. I won't lie. I'm, I'm a Caleb on this.
0: No, cucumbers uh, aren't bad. Cucumber Gatorade's bad.
2: No, no. Uh,
1: no, guys. No. No. But, Maybe. Uh, Maybe it's just me and my old age, and I like cucumbers flavored gatorade i don't know
0: i wish i was able to see your face when you took the shot of gin because i was a ceiling head oh to the my sky god it was started. so funny he was like hand yeah. over
2: face dude. <laughs> oh god but, uh, I, I, mean, I need like to like i need to pick
1: car. another drink that i don't like but is not as bad as gin
0: this malore
1: oh
0: you've seen stokesy's face oh. um but we have reached the end of this week's episode of Plash Negotiations, an impromptu episode. Um, and I'm glad that we got Ryan on, truthfully. I hope that we can have him Ryan. back. I hope we can get Travis on one day. Um, I hope we can get Tristan on one day. But uh, Alonzo, thank you for coming. As always, you are a gentleman and a scholar. Um, My pleasure being here. You are literally a doctor. Um if, if if we're on a plane together and somebody says, "Is there a doctor on board?" I'm pointing to you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, and then, he's the
1: one that saves and lives. And I'm, I'm going to go over there and look at the person and be like, "Whiskey, whiskey." They're going to bring in. I'm going to take a sip and say, "He's dead."
0: And that's it. <laughs> and uh, Ryan and all of your Canadian goodness, thank you for joining us. Yeah, no problem. This has been fun. I, I am kidding. I am Caleb McChesney, signing off for Plast Negotiations. Remember, 21 means 21. Get a designated driver. And as Stokes he says, doctor, professor, Superman, Mike Stokes, be a good person. I've been Caleb McChesney. Thank you for listening to Plast Negotiations. Oh,